everybody. Hello. Well, fancy meeting you here. Look at that. Look what happens. You turn on the microphones and people just start showing up. And talking. And this is the two half squads. And they're talking about the greatest game in the world. Advanced squad leader. And this is the only place you can get that much talk about your favorite game. That's right. Well, one of your favorite games. Yeah. One of your favorite games you used to play. For some listeners. Yes, for some. Or, actually, for some of them, it's a game they haven't played yet. They haven't played or and intend to, we hope. It's a game that has rocked the world. It's rewritten the rules on what a good game is. And as evidence of that, when we were at Gen Con, I forgot to mention this in mm. one of our previous shows, you know, we played How that did we? we played that wonderful um, Starfinder role playing game. We sat in with a group. There were five of us there. And I was enjoying the game. And we were playing a, a, a portion of the game where the, the group is in a spaceship and doing an encounter with an enemy ship. And we're maneuvering the ship around. And during the attacker's turn, he moved his ship. He was moving him all these hexes. And I was thinking, where's the defensive fire in this? Uh, there you go. I thought this is not a this can't this is not realistic at all. He just moved his ship five hexes without us being able to do anything. That's ridiculous. He moved right around behind us, and uh, thinking it could be a better game. Yeah, if it had some snake eyes and some box cars. Well, I don't know that it didn't in our playtest. No, we don't know that it didn't. But that I suspect makes it such a great game. Yeah, it Berserk. makes a big difference. Broke a weapon. Yeah. Fixed a weapon. Yeah. At the last minute. Quite a lot of fun. So I, I'm thinking about playing that RPG, but I think I would have to add rules to that effect. Well, you don't know yet, but... Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that was a fun game, but there's nothing like ASL for... And something else happened at Gen Con, Jeff. Did it? Even more strange than that. What was it? We were walking down the sidewalk. Oh, yes, that was strange. We were walking down the sidewalk. Dude Somebody just walked passed past us. us. And he turned around and he said, is that Dave and Jeff? <laughs> and when you hear, is that Dave and Jeff? Yeah. Uh, I think, I thought right away, oh, it's a listener. Yeah. Because, I don't know, my friends don't always just call me Kleinschmidt, but some do. Or it was just putting the two first names together yeah. like that, right? Yeah. That we turned around, we both turned around, and I guess one of us said, "Yeah, yeah, that's us," or something. Yeah, and it was Mark Kratz. Yeah, Mark Kratz or Kratz or Kratz. And he said he recognized your hair. He recognized my hair. Yes, we weren't wearing our hats. Remember when we left? No, we weren't. That's right. Yeah, I didn't bring my hat. But I did bring our second T-shirt, the really fun, odd one with oh, our right. pictures. Oh, right. Yeah, the blue one. That's right. Were you wearing that one? No. Oh, you weren't. Okay. And the All next right. day I wore it. Yeah. So somehow he recognized my mm. hair, I guess. Yeah, yeah. he said I yeah. recognized Jeff's, Jeff's yeah. hair and beard. And uh, and I look like every man. No, you don't. You look like David Kleinschmidt. No, I'm pretty much an Rock star. Man. Which is nice. I can really hide in concealment terrain without being in concealment terrain. Mm. Just being mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know? Very yeah. generic looking guy, yeah. or I'm just forgettable. But anyway, you yeah, were... I was in the bamboo, uh, clutch of bamboo the other day, and people were walking by and saying, We see you. <laughs> look at your silvery hair. Look at your hair <laughs> reflecting the light. 
But that was really nice that he recognized us, and then he was excited to meet us, and we were excited to meet him. We had a little, a nice little chat there in the middle of the sidewalk, being obstructive to all the passersby, <laughs> but we didn't care. No, and I think people are used to that at yeah. Gen Con. Yeah. But, and then ironically, uh, I have a game I've been designing called Man or Myth. Listeners, people love it. <laughs> I'll start a, just the first promo I'm doing, Jeff, of... My goal is to yeah. get it published. You know, everybody wants to publish a game. You know, for me, it's just not so much like I want to publish a game, but it's just a. I think it's a great game that everyone loves, and so I'm like, yeah, it would be cool to get it out there. So Mark, coincidentally, was there. I don't know how it came up about game publishing. Yeah, but well, that's the main reason I think why he was at. Well, one of the reasons why he was at Gen Con was he was. Gonna, meeting with uh, game publishers, yeah, pitch, he's, pitching his games. He felt he had five games he had developed, and yeah, that only five. three of them would be really good. Yeah, and he was pitching it to the developers. Yeah, yeah, and I thought, oh, I don't want to pitch it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, mine's so good. You, they should just play it and yeah. go, yeah, this is good. Yeah, but you know, again, Lemke, right? When he played it, he's an ASLer. He liked it right away. He liked said, "I'm right going to go away. home and make this." I said, "Well, yeah. hold on, maybe a couple of years. We'll see if I can get it published." Uh, there's risks to self-publishing, but and then we talked to a lot of game designers, and I talked to the artist on the computer. Yes. And Jeff said to the artist on the computer designing miniatures, right? Right. Uh, do you, do you carve by hand? Do you sculpt? Yeah. Are you an artist? And he said, "Oh, I really admire the guys that can do that by hand." And then Jeff went on to go look for space games, I think. Yeah, I did. And I stayed. Being the guy who's got the art background, I, I, and I've wanted to sculpt my own figures at some point, never thinking it would be great art, but just for fun. Yeah. Not even to publish, but. um, And yeah, watching him just use the computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, gee, he just deflates that area and inflates it and twirls it. And I don't know, if, should I say easier? Probably shouldn't say that. Don't want to insult online artists. Yeah, I know. It's but different. boy, it's, it's, cha- different. it's so easy to change it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. So quickly. If you lop the head off of your clay sculpt, <laughs> well, with clay sculpt, well, you, you gotta just put re- it right back on there. You but. do, but that's hard work to get things to stick yeah. and to blend in all your seams again. Yeah. So blending your seams on a computer, you're just kind of wiggling that you know, magic wand over it. Look at look, look yeah. at that. It's almost like it knows what you want. You well, you tell it what to do. No, yeah, I don't want to denigrate. It's it's great art. I could not do the art that they're doing on that. I mean, it's certainly uh, better. Honestly, better quality stuff comes out of it. I think than than handmade art. And that is correct. That is correct. More um, detail. But again, to hear this artist say, "Oh, I really admire guys that can do this by hand." Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, look at the look at the you know, Michelangelo's Pieta. You know, right. and David, you know, look yeah. at me. Do you want to see me in my fig leaf jeffets? I would. I'm not wearing pants. Yeah. All yeah. I have on is the fig leaf. <laughs> no, actually, I'll skip that. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the offer, though. But yeah, that was a great part of Gen Con. We didn't talk about meeting Mark, our first. Yeah, right. Remember, we used to talk about it all the time. Like, oh, well, I'm sure we'll run into some of you, but yeah. ASLers don't go there much. Not much. There, yeah. there was talk of it uh, a couple of years ago. I know some people were trying to get something going. But, we were going to meet somebody. And we were going to meet somebody. Did that work out? Yeah. Uh, Boy. You know, I kind of remember writing him and saying, we're, we don't intend to go and play ASL. So 
I yeah, can't remember I thought if we someone met was him, there but couldn't meet us for dinner. Yeah. They were in a game or something. Yeah. We're we're aloof anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. we'd be glad Incognito. to meet you. Glad to meet you. Yeah. All of our listeners. Yes. But only if you support us on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. otherwise stay away. <laughs> yeah, please support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the two half squads and you can pledge like a dollar a month. And for a dollar a month you're supporting the show. You can we pledge really three dollars a month. You could. You can. You can pledge. You can pledge as much as you want. Uh, but you know, if you're spending twenty-four dollars a year to support the show, that's great. Yeah, think how we much you spend it. on that latte. That's right. Ridiculous. How amounts. much I spend on my teas? I got to stop driving through and getting those plastic cups with the straws, Jeff. Terrible. Why? Environment. Oh, for cost. the environment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now I do bring my own straw. I'm kind of like, I got one here in the car already. Because I'll make a tea at home, you know, in the reusable plastic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I take, yeah, and then there it is. Great snap-on lid. Yeah. Blue one from uh, Shell. Currently yeah, using those. We encourage all of our listeners to stop using straws. Go to paper straws or carry your own straw with you. Yep. Got one in the car. Don't need that straw. Huge environmental impact. Do not stop buying ASL products. And I just received something. We've got a... Did we mention this? Let's talk about our sponsors again. Oh, yes. Okay. People are sick of those recorded ads. Yeah. All right. What'd you get in the mail and from who? Well, actually, I got this from Multiman Publishing. Oh, you did? Yes. But we're going to get it from Ritter Creek. Yes, we're we are. going to get a copy. We're going to be getting a copy. Mm-hmm. And I got the uh, Hatton in Flames, the uh, most recent offering from multi-man publishing i got it just the other day and i was so excited and you had a good idea for us to present that to listeners we hope yes well we're gonna make some calls get some contacts and try to put a show together that combines really, designer yep uh, interview with the scenario the guy that designed the scenarios and then uh, a what's in the box a thorough what's in the box yeah for hat and flames and we did get that from ritter Krieg. Yes. Well, no, I'm going to get uh, one from get Ritter one. Creek. And we got those player's guides. Yes, also from Ritter Creek for Comproof Share. The player's guide. Bringing that to you too soon from yes. Ritter Creek. And he's a guy who has almost like all your ASL in one spot. Yeah, a lot of great stuff. Great selection. And we understand from Derek that he's expanding. Well, his business is growing, so he's adding on more resources. The Lafranc Terrier has been gonna, done. And he's going to be redoing his website and other things. I don't know what and all we're supposed th- to talk about. No, but he's just, but, he's thinking about also being developing stuff, kind of like Mark yeah. at Gen Con or myself with a game to develop yeah. and get published. Uh, you never know. But you certainly can order lots of stuff for yes. one low price on shipping, that price being no charge inside the contiguous 48 states of the continental U.S. of A. So get together with your friends and put in Buy a bunch. Tell them the two half squads sent you. It's good for us. It's good for him. And good for you. And good for the economy. Yes, and good for your country. Uh Uh-huh. And a lot of the stuff's made in America. We uh, appreciate Ritter Creek's sponsorship. And now it's time for... (coughs) What have you been playing lately? What have you been playing lately? <laughs> I don't think you're 
your new flute. Uh, it's by Tin Whistle. Recorder. Tin Whistle yeah. is quite as good as the one I broke, so I still feel bad about that, yeah. Jeff. I'm sorry. It sounds just as good as the one you broke. You think so? I think actually when you broke it, it made it sound better. <laughs> so what have you been playing lately, my dear David? I've got one. Um, J152, which came from the journal, mm-hmm. the J series. Mm-hmm. Messenger Boys, designed by Andrew Rogers. Now, this one was mentioned on air, I think, two years ago with us as my son Adam and I started it. Do you remember oh, this? Oh, my gosh, yes. And he went away to college as a freshman. Oh, my gosh. And he finished freshman year, and I kept it on a shelf. And then we mentioned it that summer. He's like, Dad, you should probably just put that away. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. My friend Jeff understands that I need to finish things I start, and yes. and I don't think I can just do that. And then he went to college as a sophomore, oh my and he gosh. came home this summer. And I said, hey, we still got we got two things up there. One, that War of the Ring, Jeff, I keep telling you, Jeff, we have to play that War of the yeah, Ring. Yeah, we have to. Four-player, we just got to make yeah. time and do it. So it will be a one-day thing, and you're going to love it. Okay. One-day thing. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Um, so much to do, so little time. And and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, because we were experimenting with that to make it a miniatures game by reducing the number of counters, and that's still sitting there. And that ASL game, and he remembered it. He's like, oh, yeah, I have the black counters. and the, Well, I'll do that with you, Dad. So Nice. We finished it in wow. two different sittings. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I got to admit, he's spacing out a lot as I'm playing the game. I'm like it's a minus two and a plus one, and yeah. then you got this. It's half for this. His eyes are rolling. And then I look at him. He's, he's looking off to the side, and I go, "So are you going to shoot?" He goes, "What? What? Oh, oh yeah." <laughs> so yeah. you know, he definitely made some comments admiring us, Jeff, for being able to even tackle this game. And he's is like, "How do you guys remember all this?" I said, "Well, you you get taught by someone, and you just got to study." You know? Yeah, you have to like it. And yeah, but once you get into this, you know, I said if you keep playing, and I keep teaching you, you would start to pick it up and yeah. probably be able to do it. And I kind of said I can get you a starter kit, and he didn't bite on that. Oh darn! <laughs> but anyway, this is British and SS and elite Brits in France, 1944, fourth day of Operation Blue Coat. That wonderful book written by Ian Daglish. Oh right, he had sent us and we reviewed on the air yeah. long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the Germans set up first, and the British need to control? It's, it's it's several buildings or combinations of buildings, which is good. It gives you some flexibility. It was I think it's uh, either both or one of the big buildings, and then I think four or five smaller buildings. They had to get there's five. They had to get three. No, there's four, and he has to get three of those buildings. So it gave you a little flexibility with the attack, and it looked like when we stopped after two years ago, he thought, oh, you're going to win, Dad, and I kind of thought I might at that point. But I, knowing the SS-548 squads and reinforcements coming on, he was all holed up in the buildings I had to get to. There's hedgerows. It's uh, all the SS, of course, um, have that higher broken morale side, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And the other set of Germans were 
couple of uh, regular squads, Grenadier Regiment, but they were fanatic also. So it's kind of like they were all fired up that the SS showed up and thought, oh, we better fight a lot better now. Okay. And there yeah. was a commissar for the Germans. The Edo is a commissar, and that really helped a lot. So when you got that going for you, don't give up the ship. Get 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 a good rally spot. I think I didn't get around behind well enough, but even if you do, you know you're shooting at broken units. But they're they got a commissar. Their morale's up one. They don't take the plus four, and so on. Now this this is on um, boards thirty nine and fifty four. Is that right? Correct. With some overlays. Yeah, and fifty four is that the one that's heavily wooded. Yeah, it's along the left side, and the road is going down the left side. Yeah, okay. So you're not going to play up on that wooded hill okay. much. Gotcha. But you could take advantage of that road, try and shoot along the. That would be the um, British left flank, and come up on those little buildings down there. Oh yes, as part I of the see. ones you need to cl- need to um, gather in. Okay. For points. Yeah, it looks like there's seven or eight uh, target victory hexes there, buildings. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, I sent a small force around that left side. It wasn't enough to really threaten him enough because his reinforcements pulled the tank and a SPW with the machine gun into that just in there quick enough to start to break all my mm. infantry coming up. Okay. Now, the British do have a Sherman Firefly, the VC. Yeah. And that thing's got the 76 LL gun. That can take out any of these German vehicles. So I was very careful. Again, you're playing with a new guy. You want to explain to him, this tank can kill you. Yeah. You know, be careful. Don't just think your tank and tank are equal. So you do want to explain those things to people, right, Uh, to help them out um, as rookies. So I moved up the rest of the force, mostly along the right side, a little bit in the center, and did get into the buildings that are more toward the right flank. I don't know the numbers right now. And took a couple, and that's where I fell short. Basically running out of time. Mm, okay. Again, the SS are going to rally up a lot faster than your British are. Yeah. Uh, I think I was late in throwing smoke Uh-oh. by a turn. Yeah. For Never. sure. Don't want to do that. Yeah, late in throwing smoke. But even if you get into the the melee, uh, they're 548s, you're a 458, so they have the advantage in the firepower for the hand to hand combat. Mm. Well, it's not hand to hand for close combat melee, but you outnumber them. Mm. So that's where the British have to really play that up. There's several mortars, they can do smoke, if I remember correctly. The mortars? I thought they could. British mortar. They had three two-inch mortars. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. The thing I didn't use well was the uh, half-tracks mm. for the British. For, uh, you know, getting guys around. Yeah, maybe I was um, also not unloading the, the weapons on those. And uh, maybe I was going a little easy with that. I figured, ah, don't complicate it too much by winging those around. Right. And so he won, and he diced me totally. How about that? He'll admit that. (laughs) I'm sure. A lot of threes and fours. Oh. One was a sniper number. Let me double check. For the British was a three. Yeah. 
So he mostly rolled like snakes oh. or fours. Well, not mostly, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It was like, wow, a four, a five, another critical, you know, and rarely coming up with a with a sniper attack for the British there. So good well, game. I'd recommend it. Yeah, this has um, six recorded plays on Roar with uh, the British winning two and the Germans winning six. Ah, there you go. Yeah, so... Uh, I take that back. Mm. Let's see. I'm reading, I'm reading yeah, take this a look. wrong. Take a British look at 17, German 25. Oh, so, so an advantage still. Still an advantage two. to the German. But yeah, so you got a, again, you got a lot of British. If you're using your smoke right, trying to get in there close. Yeah. And again, I think I got diced a little bit. So you just, the thing is, you know, you flip some of those die rolls. The British do have a neg two liter. Mm-hmm. You can bring some heavy firepower. Everyone's got morale of eight, so there are lots of shots going off and not a lot of kids breaking out there. And British had uh, had reinforcements come on? Uh, that that right? was entering on turn two. Yeah, it was so early. That was two years ago that I had those reinforcements. Oh, they were already That I there. forgot they were reinforcements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah, think it's really just like a secondary uh, the group coming on because you've got to go down a long board. I would venture to guess that you have won the award for the longest-lasting ASL scenario. <laughs> I probably have. I'll bet I have. Two years to complete, to complete a scenario. Yeah, I, listeners, I, chime in. Yeah. If anybody knows anything longer than that, let us know. Is this our third, our third show we were doing before a contest? Do we want to do a contest? Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah. Is that the contest? Who has done a longer game than dave or next nearest uh no you don't want to do that no okay let's do it next show next show yeah let's do it next show all right Thanks. anyway glad you got uh, you must be very happy that you can put all that stuff away now those boards must have been dusty and oh like, it was dusty yeah it was dusty Mouse and i had overlays on, on there under yeah there, which oh, ironically i never needed well i'm playing on some larger hex yeah boards too right and i got multiples of everything but yeah Good. Multiple multiples. Well, good. I'm glad you got that done finally. We have another great sponsor on this show, Dave. Who is it? It's Bounding Fire Productions. We love them so much. Bounding Fire. Why? Why do we love them? Why? Variety of product. Yeah. Variety of theater of operations. Yes. Great service. Number of scenarios per game. Unique products designed by Bounding Fire. Wonderful artwork. Yep. Great quality. Super guys, all in all. What we more like, do we you like need? Bounding Fire Productions. We think you should head over to BoundingFireProductions.com because... When I head over there, I really feel fine. Do you? I do. Bounding Fire makes us feel fine. Blowing through. Chasms. It doesn't really blow through. It's Bounding not. Fire... Makes me feel fine Ordering our ASL online 
you can order it all online. Yeah. You don't have to travel to Texas to get no. to Bounding Fire. It doesn't need to be stressful. Products. Kick back, order the stuff. And the games play so easy. <sighs> have you ever struggled with the rules in any of the Bounding no. Fire products? Crucible of Steel is like a breeze. It's like eating a, a pineapple <gasps> a, on a beach. A pineapple is hard to eat, Jeff. Not the kind I have. They're easy to eat. The kind in the can, and you open the can, and then you eat it? That's easy. Otherwise, you got to, like, chop the pineapple. It's hard. It's a terrible matter. A banana. It's like eating it's a like banana. Eating a banana. You can even chew the skin of the banana yeah. through. So next time you're playing a Bounty Fire Productions product, have a banana. <laughs> banana. And Dave, have you been smoking banana leaves? Oh, no. no. <laughs> It's just those how much I love my Bounty Fire products. You know, into the rubble, I'm still digging through, man. Digging through. Yeah. Good. A lot of playability in that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for supporting us, Bounding Fire. We and love you. We love you. Thanks to all our Patreon supporters. Yes. Who also make us feel fine. Yes, they, yes, they do. And they border on the chasm of our mind. Chasm? Chasm. Mm-hmm. We'll say uh, cupola. <laughs> cupola. <laughs> say, Jeff. Tell me, Dave. While you play. Oh. While while you're playing that song. And I'm thinking of scary movies of going down rivers. Is that the song you're playing? Yes. I would like to ask you. What? In yes, what's in yeah the box, and what's down that scary river? Yeah. Hey, what you got in that box, boys? Squeal like yeah. A pig. Don't say it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. I need to watch that again, though, don't I? Or do I? Not? Yeah, I, th- do I don't I know. I can't. I can't no? decide. I can't decide because it's uh, maybe it's a no. What about Spine and Sprocket? Do that one. Yeah, maybe Spine and Sprocket. Ooh, I don't know. Is there is there a book? There is a book to that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, back to some ASL, folks. What I got here is the long-awaited winter offensive pack. I kept oh, waiting yeah. for you know MMP to send it you know gratis and right. have it show up at our door or and, free. Yeah, would even be better. <laughs> and that never seemed to happen. So we were at uh, the ASL Open. How many months ago was that? And here, a, a, a patron at the Open, a patron, a, a gamer, won the David Goldman contest. Yeah. And several people won the two half squads contest, remember, at the Open. Right. We gave away our prizes. And they got winter offensive bonus pack nine and said, yeah, I already have this. And I said, I'll give you 10 bucks for that right now. And here we go. Therefore, I broke down and got winter offensive pack bonus pack number nine we're gonna save that for a box art review it's kind of a photo but it's already enough that needs to be discussed i would say so so we're gonna save that because we've got a big show tonight we've got some interviews to pack in here and this game comes with ironically you went years and years without what kind of boards jeff Big boards. Starts with a D. 
Deluxe. Yep. How long did you go without any deluxe boards, folks, and scenarios for deluxe ASL? Yeah, it's been when a long time. suddenly, bam, bada, bing, yeah. bingo, you got your winter offensive bonus pack nine. Yeah. And tri-folding. <gasps> tri-fold. Wow. Uh-huh. Now, Takes when you paint. Takes me back to Playboy. Some romantic art. I was, okay, I was going somewhere else. Oh. That when you take a panel like this, Jeff. Yeah. And you paint religious holy art on it of, oh, yes. of the birth of the Savior and the Madonna and maybe the crucifixion. And you place that on your altar. <laughs> they they call it a triptych. Oh, that's a triptych. Okay. So, you, <laughs> so you're thinking triptych, of a triptych and I went You playboy. went centerfold. Yeah. But anyway, I actually na, hadn't realized. Na, 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 na. I hadn't realized, Jeff, they were trifold yeah oh is that cool how do you fit these boards in a little normal pack you gotta make them trifold i mean how ridiculous are we we're excited over (laughs) trifold pieces of cardboard (laughs) instead of double folds it's brilliant it's changed my life it is it is is, but it is nice that they're nice big boards and and they if you put them up like this you can make like a bridge yeah yes you can you can have the squads move up remember you thought they could go up trees well now they can go up trees 3D ASL. <laughs> and it's board eye. Yeah. You see there, it looks kind of like a normal wow. uh, deluxe board eye. I mean, uh, from it's kind of like Street a, to um, Fire. It's, it's like a drone view. <laughs> it's like a drone view. And if I scroll it across in front of your eyes like this, Jeff, how, do you feel okay or do you feel dizzy or anything? Yeah, I'm feeling a little vertigo. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, don't, uh, okay. don't spit up on me. Okay. Uh, but it looks like a typical... To me, um, deluxe board. So yeah, I'm not nice. too excited about I. How about J? J can only be better. Okay. Well, let's find oh. out. I'm tri- opening the triptych, the first panel of the triptych. Oh, wow. Factory? Has, has the head of a woman, the middle. <laughs> a large factory. Okay, that could be fun. Yeah. That could be fun. I like factories. It may stuff. be larger than any factory on a deluxe board. I have to double check. Yeah. A nice center building with a wall. All right, so we're still kind of in the streets of Stalingrad, streets of fire mode with that board. And then uh, I got a K opening my triptych. It's, well, okay, that's something different. Oh, lots of orchards. Lots of orchards. And there's more more trees per hex in these orchards. Normally we get four because they're deluxe. Now we've got nine, and that's better value for your money. Yeah, you get del- you get more orchards, trees in each hex. Yeah, and these trees cost a lot. My wife and I just planted uh, thirteen arborvitas. Yeah, it was expensive. You yes. know, you, could lo- you know, you got to shop around. You can find them from forty dollars to sixty. So I don't know how much it would cost to plant this orchard. Should I add up all the trees now? No, I would wait. Okay, I'll do it at home, and I'll do it it on the next show. Yeah. So over half a board of of orchard nuts could be in the Pacific. This wouldn't be orchard, Jeff. This would be? Pineapple fields. Pineapple (laughs) fields forever. No, palm palm trees. trees. Yeah, right. You are such a disappointment tonight, Jeff. I just... I don't want to be any different. If this is board L... And this actually does look a little like a centerfold, if you look at it like it, this. Now squint your eyes. Oh, it's got more wig- squinty. Oh, more it's squinty. got wiggly, wiggly shapes, yeah, curves, curvy. Yeah, this is a th- very 3D board, so there's three levels on this, four levels on this. 
three, four. Nice hill. Yeah. Nice hill with a little building at the top. All right, that's unique. Yeah, I haven't. I I don't. Well, it's a lonely. That's like one of the watchtowers, one of the great watchtowers of Amun Kath. Oh, you know, in the Lord of the Rings. Or I do. Amun yeah, Ron and or, look at it. He has a balcony along that side. Oh, it does. Yeah. Look at that. A really wide yeah, balcony. Yeah, that's really neat. Out it's there. Got a great view. Could be like a temple, a Buddhist temple, maybe. Yeah. It could be um, a temple. And we do have hills that we received in that wonderful LFT product, LaFranc Terreur Deluxe Games, that we were starting to play through all those. Yes. So maybe we finish those, and maybe we jump into these. Or do That'd we go, be fun. I'll let so you So much lead. to do. Yeah. Well. You figure it out. Because you're a little more attached to uh, the way you like things to run than and, I do. And I have, I'm, I haven't got anyone playing the rest of my Into the Rubble yet, so replacing Tom Barkalo, maybe I'm going to need you to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd play those. Those were fun. Yeah. Played a few of those. Do you have any scenarios there? Oh, I do. I have. You hand it over to me. Phoenix Rising. Let's see. No, I'll start with The Replacements. I love that band. Winter Offensive, number 25. The Replacements? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what they did. I don't remember what they did either, but I liked them too. So this is Italians uh, versus the Russians. How about that? Yeah, this takes place in, in Russia, mm. 1942. Victory conditions the Italians win at game end by controlling buildings. And then it lists a couple of buildings here. And this uses three boards. So this is going to be a big one because these are big boards. Uses I, K, and L. And so we've got 12 Soviet squads against uh, 16 Italian squads. Their Italians have three leaders and six of their little tanks. Oh, they're so cute. Oh, TKS? Cute? I don't know. What are those? I, I, I'm I, sorry. I can't read it. Jeff still needs good trifocal glasses. I do. I really do. Like the trifocal boards. <laughs> Six and a half turns. This would be a good tournament scenario. In fact, this might be... Well, and it was, I guess, wasn't could it? Have, could have been. Yeah. Well, no. They're, I mean, it could have been. Let's see. I'm trying to see what this is, what tank this is, but man, I just can't get it focused. Anyway, so it just looks like a good, solid scenario with the uh, Russians needing to dig in and the Italians on the assault. Fun. Fun. Did it use board K? Because that's the hill board. Yeah, yeah it puts okay. board K in the middle. All right, I've got WO24. Dew of Death. How do they keep coming up with names for these? Uh, scenario design, Nick Richardson and Brian Yaus. China, getting a lot of nationalities in here get your italians with jeff's yeah. chinese and japanese with mine august 1938 early war no vehicles lots of infantry well a dozen seven no, no 16 17 per side there's a little mystery to this one there's a leadership table so i hadn't read special rules yet but i'm going to bet you're going to roll or something on that prior to setup the japanese records the placement has for a white phosphorus ffe then he places that, resolves that, okay? Get some variety in there. At the start of the rally phase, Japanese players turns two and four. Then they make a random location die roll to select one Japanese multi-man counter resolved uh, as if determining a sniper target. The selected unit then makes a die roll on a leader table using all applicable base unit die roll modifiers. 
any leader received is stacked with it so you can generate leaders randomly in this game the special rule three that makes it unique it also uses boards k all right i've got phoenix rising this looks like a blast this six and a half turns it's the japanese versus the chinese japanese sets up first with a measly 13 squads um, three artillery pieces, six trenches, and two pillboxes. And they have to defend against an onslaught of 26 Chinese squads. 26, 537 Chinese squads. That's a bunch. Now, the Chinese also get one module of 70 millimeter OBA, and mm. they get air support in the form of two 1944 fighter bombers with bombs, which arrive on turn two. So, awfully cool. Turn two or three or four, just de depending on a couple of little details here. And then each aircraft is limited to a maximum of two game turns on board. So, that looks like fun. That's a lot of squads for the Chinese side. Boy, talk about a lot of squads. Look at WO28, and guess what? It takes place in korea ah here's your first extra scenario yes. for the korean game mm -hmm. 26 koreans attacking again north koreans moving first against the americans 18 squads are five four sixes second lines so that's kind of like that early war stuff it's 1950 in korea looks like it's got some good special rules with the north korean designating 13 squads to enter on turns two or three in lieu of entering on the north edge on one and so on so it gives you some variety in play uh and there's an, uh, some reinforcements that are variable also by another rule and there's a few tanks for the t-34-85s for the um pretty normal for the north koreans americans defending with two m24s so outclassed tanks but that's the way it was at the start of that war yeah. and there's one more wo27 checking out in aachen germany aachen germany it's again by richardson and yaus and it's two boards i and j so it's in the city using those city boards you just got with this pack 18 ss 658s it's all infantry all going up against 12 american no 15 squads Mostly 667, so you don't have to worry about that 666 morale like we talked about last time. Oh, yeah. Three shows ago. I hated so much. And one tank for the Americans. And very basic with special rules, not much. So jump right in. Have a good old infantry battle in Aachen, Germany. Excellent. That's a very nice pack. It's little, a nice little something pack. different. Yeah, something different. Getting the deluxe boards following that LaFranc Terreur pack of deluxe edition. Yes. Uh, suddenly you've got a lot of deluxe back in the ASL world. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And now we've got some uh, interviewer two. Interviewer two to Still. wrap up again from yes. the open. Hope you enjoy these. I think you will. We have our next two guests here with us. We have uh, Wes. Wes Vaughn. And Doug Kirk. Kirk, okay, I did have it right. And. Um, they are on their way to winning the Hizzle Open. <laughs> That's right. But they well have told us way. they have their history with it. Now, what was it with the team play we just talked about? Here, give us your history with that. Used to, Goldman would have teams, and people come in, friends could just team up. And so we had Jim Burris, Doug Kirk, and me, and we formed up a team every year. It's so, probably, what, seven, eight, ten years ago? Yeah, somewhere, in, that somewhere in there. And, and I think we won like three years in a row, and I think Goldman said after that, enough, we'll just do some <laughs> random teams. <So laughs> we were hot. 
Now, Jim Burris, he is from... He's from St. Louis. Yes, it's our Jim Burris. Yeah. Ours. Yes. <laughs> he runs the St. Louis tournament. Yes, right? he does. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, he's been on the show a couple times, and yes. we helped uh, promote uh, his packet, the PTO yes. uh, game. The he Burma, got, he got pushed out. Yeah. Right. Which is really excellent. And... Um, talked to him a lot you guys i've seen around a lot mm-hmm. i'm sure we've talked somewhere i'm sure yeah, yeah. but yeah. not a lot of we never went out to lunch to, before right. like we did have the chance to today right. which right. again part of the whole gaming community is that i get to meet these two great guys and sure. you know one thing jeff you would say like everybody who sat in these chairs today has been a really great guy except <laughs> what well, he, didn't, he, he didn't sit down yet. Oh, right. Yeah. We didn't have it. That was last. Yeah. That was in Aslan. No, that was in the one anyway. And actually, my opinion differs from you. I haven't really liked most of the people that oh, have sat okay. down. Okay. Yet, so I'm hopeful that these okay. two guys will be yeah. better. <laughs> but that is that is the best part of this game is is the people that's yeah. when we show up to play. It, it really is. Yeah. And who was telling us? Uh, well, Rob Banizek, for instance, and Dave oh. Gennard also yeah. said. Like some of his best friends are gamers, and he only sees them once a year, and it's so that's one of the things that really brings him to these tournaments. Uh, really, don't think about what close bonds you create with this group, even though you don't see them very often. That, that's how Wes and I met each other. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's from Arkansas, yeah. Missouri. We never well, I thought met. That was like the same thing. I mean, we're about five hours. No, apart, it's yeah, but, it is. But I mean, you know, we met up. We met up in Kansas City. Kansas City years tournament. Ago. Yeah, oh, okay. and been playing and, ever since. Right. Yeah, we played a game together when we kind of thought how we knew how to play. You know, we thought we knew to play, but we just slugged through it. And we did you do that by Vassal or did you? Would you? Well, that was at the Kansas City tournament. Kansas City. We met. But I mean, uh, gaming after that, like in between tournaments, how did you? We travel back and forth. Oh, okay. My house, his house, right. yeah. meet in the middle. Yeah. For five hours? Well, yeah. I've got a lake house in Branson on the lake. And oh, yeah. It's about, it's about two hours for me to get there, and it's about three and a half, three oh, okay. hours for Doug to get there. Look at that. We yeah. usually have guys from the St. Louis or Kansas okay. area come in, and we'll meet for the weekend, and yeah. we'll just play ASL all weekend. That's yeah. nice. Four, that, six, eight really guys nice. get together. Yeah. Barbecue, drink yep. beer, Good play games. And Jeff, you may recall, we were... We were Talked about getting down to the March Madness to do the 200 this year. But yes, we did not make it. No. Right. Now, were you guys there? It's a great tournament. Yes, yes, we yeah. were there. Yeah, yeah. I am kind of sad. Puts we it on. Him and Paul works do a great job of that. Yeah. Yep. So maybe next year. Yeah, it could mm-hmm. be. Well, you're going to retire next our year. Our listeners know where most of what we say here doesn't happen. <laughs> just <laughs> wishful thinking. It's like just like real. It's a great wish list. But when I'm on, it's not that far away. Kansas yeah. from what was it? We got, was it Kansas City is about uh, 10 hours for us. Oh, it was that long. 10 hour drive, okay. I think. Okay. It's about five hours from St. Louis to Kansas? Four. Kansas City? Four. four. Okay. Four and yeah, and it's about, so it's about nine. Yeah. My yeah. cousins were in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. We should go. I was born in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. 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 Only, to go only spent there, only spent about uh, six months there, but. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Okay. But still. <laughs> that explains yeah. why. But yeah. still. Still. No, Kansas City's a good time. You know, Kansas City, I, I still remember the motto, motto, Kansas City, okay. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> thinking of Oklahoma. And how many show up to that tourney? Is that about yeah. a 40, 30? 30. 30. I think yeah. we had um, 35, 30. I think there's Yeah, it was a little higher attendance 36, this year. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Which, again, really doesn't matter. You know, Dave Goldman, he, he always says, like, oh, we're down in the 40s. I'm thinking, who cares if you got, you got 30 guys playing ASL? 
for a weekend. A lot right. of smaller tournaments bring between 30 and 40, and that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. it's great. It's the core group that you know, yeah. the same yeah. ones. Right, so. right, right. And, I, and uh, yeah, if I can get the Passel guys to all come, but we're not meeting much, but uh, it's the rookies, right? Hollander, Woods. And yeah. You bring in all these kind of guys. Yeah. Especially for a day tourney would be, would be nice. But In the Kansas game, the March Madness runs uh, Thursday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or just, no, Friday, just Friday, Friday? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Traditional yeah. five-round kind right. of. I think in some ways that's better too. Because I think it is. <laughs> who's going to get well, on the traveling? I, that may be a little why the attendance is down here because they're coming in on Thursday. I think traveling, adding an extra day, that's people coming in from farther away. I think it. A lot of people just kind of pass out on that deal. Yeah. But I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But you know, if you have a higher attendance, is why we move that because the higher attendance, we needed that extra round to weed yeah. out. Right. But as long as you stay but in the thirties, like now. Five rounds we usually does it. We didn't need that extra round with as many people right. here. So we right. could have just showed up on Friday and had the same results here. So Yeah, now at lunch we talked about your backgrounds. It's pretty standard, right? We talked about Avalon Hill games. Yes. We talked about yep. Um, you were both original squad leader players. Yes. And you yep. made the switch, right? Mm-hmm. It took um, a while to make the switch because of, you know, you just get all the three modules and you're, you're learning how to play it and all of a sudden they switch it. So yeah. you're like, oh man. So, Whereas with me, I started with just ASL. So. Well, yeah, then you'd have you'd have to worry about it. But it, you know, I was kind of I remember I was young and I was kind of angry about it. Man, we did all this and we got all this stuff going, and now we got to switch it. But after you after I got the rule book and started reading it, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a worthwhile, lot better, a lot better. Yeah. And I kind of did something in the middle. I, I got squad leader, and then I got cross of iron. You know, and I added more rules and complexity. Well, and I was like, me, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this is not for me, but I kind of liked it. And then I put it aside, said I'm not getting into GI and all the other stuff. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, I got the GI. And then they came out with Advanced Squad Leader, and I started reading about that. I was like, yeah, i got to try it again. And been playing ever since. Yeah, hooked. So, hooked. 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 Now, just as a background, I, I talked at lunch about my friend Wally. Remember, dragged me kicking and screaming, as the listeners right. have heard me say often, into the game. Do you have an individual that had gotten each of you in separately or like a no when I was when I was young I just had a natural affection for history and I I remember I would be young and I like sports I was playing a lot of sports but I remember I'd be in the library all the time just reading about history and then I was I seen these games you know I was young just going down the you know the the mall and I looked in the game store and I said oh man check these games out the history, you know, in World War II, yeah. and I was, oh, i got to buy this. And then I was immediately hooked. So you were the one getting other yes. people, dragging yes. them in. Yeah, and then when I went to high school, I met a buddy, because he seen me reading a rule book. And he said, you play that? I said, yeah, I'm reading the rule book, kind of going over it. He said, yeah, I've got that game. So right there. Oh, that was it. Immediate, yeah. And then we started playing squad leader and flat top and yeah, flat top, all, right. all kinds of different games, you know. So. Yeah. Flat up. I remember my friend Wally saying we should try that too. He, t- he got me to do that a couple times, but it's I, a great. It seemed bigger yeah. than my brain could comprehend. Yeah, but um, in terms of the map and the scale, I like this little intimate yeah. squad scale. Yeah. But it was cool, right? Scouting. Yeah. I remember scouting right. with Doug and I was going to give that a whirl one of these days. Yeah, we both got flat top. We're going to yeah. give it a whirl. Yeah. He always said if oh, you yeah, sold the game fun. by the pound, that would be the most expensive <laughs> game. Skinny yeah. box, but it weighed yeah. like a ton oh, of yeah. material. Yeah. And then your person got you involved, or. Uh, I just picked up wargaming on my own. You okay. Know, about. Yeah. I saw Luftwaffe, bought mm-hmm. it, started playing it with my mm-hmm. parents and my friends, uh, but had no regular opponents. You know, come and go people, new games. And then when I got to college and bought uh, ASL, I was working part-time at a job, and I met 
Jim Burris working the same job. And we got to talking about war games. He said, yeah, I play this, I play that. And the only one we had in common was ASL. And both of us were new, didn't really know the game. We just kind of owned it. And then we got together, started playing, and been playing ASL ever since. Yeah. Yeah. So and and Jim taught each and, other. The and game. you think you know how to play it when you start at that. You, said, yeah. you got it in your mind, yeah, I'm, I can play this. And then you go to a tournament. Yeah. And then it's like, wow. Wow. I I've thought I knew how to play it. Yeah. <laughs> Not just because you're losing, but also because people are teaching you things. The rules that you, right. you, you know, misconstrued. Misconstrued. Yeah. And you, yeah. you thought you knew how it worked, but it. You and know. the rules interaction right. from chapter A to chapter yeah. D. How to make it You're all like, all oh, I didn't even think about that. Right. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was doing a self rally every turn. Yeah, both sides. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we yeah. both get a self rally, right. right. and then I'm at a tournament, and someone goes, "Oh no, well, you you don't get to rally. Right. Why not? It's not your turn." Right. Like, what are you talking about? That's it's, it's, yeah. it's a rally phase. Yeah. I'll read it's it again. Oh, one that's little the, word, your yeah, player turn. See, that's the stuff that it's beneficial to go to tournaments because you actually learn. Everyone works right. together, and, you know, you actually learn how to play the game. Yeah. And you can, you know, and then the more you know how to play the game, the more you're going to enjoy it. Yes. You know, if you're just half in it and not really caring, who cares? You know, you're never going to learn how to play the game. But when you come to a tournament, everyone is pretty nice about, you know, kind of, Letting you know in a nice way, hey, you know that's that won't go, you know. So you learn yeah. how to play and yeah. And Banazik was pointing out the better you are, the the this it is just more fun because you're yeah. not checking right. the rules. That's what I'm talking about. You're right. not, you know, right. you play faster. It rolls. Well, yeah, you're not thinking around goes. the rule yeah. book all the yeah. time. Yeah, you're not you in know? the rule book like <laughs> learning how to play, and you're in the rule book, you know, as much as you are playing the game. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and now you, you get to enjoy the depth of the game more. Yes. Yeah, and appreciate the depth of the game exactly, more, which, exactly. which uh, Bob Bendis was mentioning. Because mm-hmm. even now, he still really appreciates and is amazed by the depth of the rules. Right, just and like Bob said a minute ago. He, he's talking about now I totally understand better the bonsai. Because oh, he's playing Pacific he's, right yes, now. Yes, he yeah. is. And he, yeah. I don't think Bob plays a lot of Pacific. But no. He's, he's like, now I really understand. And I, Bob's a veteran player. Right. But, I mean, he still didn't have the bonsai stuff, you know. Do you have any very close players in your like in your neighborhood that oh, you regularly no, play with? No, no, no. On and off over the years, uh, I've had two or three local players that's been in and out of the game. So, and right now, none. So. Yeah. But I'm still getting to play quite a bit because we meet up. Doug and I get to play quite a bit. We go to a lot of tournaments. How about you, Doug? Are there any like really local people? That you no, I live in Columbia, Missouri, which is you know two hours from Kansas City, two hours from St. Louis, and right in the middle of the state. And there's like one other player in Columbia who plays kind of intermittently, but all the regular players are Kansas City or St. Louis or West out in Arkansas. So I got to. I play occasionally, but mostly I got to travel. Columbia is that where Mizzou is? That's where Mizzou is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I went to school there and never moved. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Is there gaming going on around Mizzou in general? Uh, there is. It's very hit or miss, oh. you know, because the students are sort of transient. I yes, mean, it'll be right. really active for a couple of years, and then right. it disappears. Ah, and then okay. another group will come in, and it just varies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or they're playing other things, D&D. Exactly. Or, exactly. Uh, no one's interested in ASL, it's, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of a harder sell. Yeah, I go down to the local game store and put up signs, you know, if you want to play ASL, but everybody's into D&D or... Magic. X-Wing or you you name it, all sorts of miniatures, so... Yeah, I just played my first games of X-Wing. I got a new guy at my church, 
for, for me, churches, we make fun of Jeff because he once said we should play at the library in public because a lot of people come to the library and want to play, and I laugh because they're, they're history. You'll find history buffs at the right. library. I just mm-hmm. thought, what are you talking about the library? But um, for me and my church congregation, I've gotten lots of guys in, and I run also the historical miniatures and a bunch of variety. I run, I'm like the game shop, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Like, okay, which group is it? It's my, oh, it's my D&D, sorry. Oh, I'm going to get the guys night with the miniatures. Okay, no, let's schedule some ASL or, you know, recording. And, um, but this new guy at church, the pastor, and I kept this hidden, this whole hobby hidden. My wife works there as a women's uh, leader, and she had all the staff over, and they're like, uh, can Dave, can they see your basement? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know? And the head pastor came over and, my son was in the basement playing his drums. Remember, they were in the corner, and he wanted to come down. And I just said, "Oh no, it's kind of messy down here. I didn't want him to see like uh, all the games, games, yeah. and, and fantasy uh-huh. paintings on the wall of a Viking, oh, yeah. or you know, it looks yeah. satanic down there." Yeah. <laughs> and so, but other pastors, when I heard what they were into, and I found one of our youth pastors used to do D and D, and then the new other guy, the music leader, was Josh. He was into the Warhammer. So we got him playing some, uh, like, the cherry, the um, miniature historicals. Oh, yeah. It was a pretty good fit from a, a Warhammer. Mm-hmm. And then this new guy, Luke, he's a, uh, he's a history guy. Right. So I think he's the one I should target to maybe try ASL with me Look a at couple ASL, times. Yeah. yeah. In fact, then he knew I was gaming, so a long story longer. Uh, but this is where I was going. This, this new guy in the congregation, the, the pastor walks up and goes, Hey, Dave, meet Mark. Mark's into gaming. <laughs> and oh. boom, he, he's trying to get him connected to the church through gaming. Mm-hmm. And so this guy, Mark Nodestein, and of course, he's a big Star Wars. Yeah. And I not, I mean, I love the movies, but no gaming in my basement. He brings in all his X-Wing stuff. Right. So now we've played a couple of games of those. He That's runs pretty the fun. game. And it, yeah, I've got yeah. X-Wing. And I'm run it down the Blake House a couple times. Oh, you have done it. Yeah, I've got yeah, X-Wing. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. Yeah, so I'm going to try and get him game. now, too, mm-hmm. ASL. Right, he might he might jump yeah. to historical ASL He's, if he likes history. The main thing with ASL ASL you have to like history. You yeah, know, if you're into history, yeah. you're going to get what the game's about. You know, and you're going to be you know interested. And if you're not into history at all, then you're, you know you could care less probably. But, yeah, it doesn't you know, look history. as interesting as an X Wing game set up with the right, miniatures. Right, the young kids a lot. The young, yeah. but the other to go back to X Wing, the other strength of ASL to me is the the rule book. How solid it is, how complete it is, and how it doesn't change. Yep. And and X Wing, the rule book is constantly being tweaked and rewritten, and it mm. drives me crazy. Yeah, he, he kind of <laughs> said like, "Oh, this ship no used mm. to be bad, but now there's they changed the card." And right. They, so it they, keeps them selling rule books, though. Yeah, I guess so, but it drives me crazy. Yeah, that's what I like about ASL. You show up, same set of rules, play anywhere in the world. Yeah, it yeah. is, and even if they tweak a rule, it doesn't affect much well, at all. Maybe it's a you tweak. Should. It's not a yeah. wholesale rewrite. Maybe you should tweak the yeah. uh, ad that you put that you hang up <laughs> in the game store and just say, "If you're not smart enough to play ASL, don't call me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of as that challenge. Throw down yeah. the gauntlet. See these uh, young, smart, mm-hmm. yeah, college, college kids. kids. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to play favorites, Doug, but I think, Wes, I think I've heard your name more often than Doug's name. Did you oh, do any uh, writing? No. Journal? Nothing? No. Just your imagination. He's more of an Aslock regular than yeah, I am, though. Right, right. I go to, I've been going to Aslock every year for, you know, almost 20 years, and oh. I'm consistently there. Okay. And 
And I've done rather well in the tournaments there. You know, I've never won it, but I've got second a couple times, third a couple times, won oh, a lot of the minis, you know. Yeah. And, and but I'm there every year, so and, that's probably why. And you won some minis, yeah, right? That's yeah. probably it. That is it. So because yeah. um, the other guy was talking about like the Ohio group, and I kind of got the impression you were from Ohio. That's why I asked you at lunch, yeah. Arkansas, because yeah. he was like, you know, the Sizzlers and the Vaughn, and then I'm like, Vaughn, oh, he's here. I don't, you know, I got So that's where I mm-hmm. made that association. Mm-hmm. So they considers you a pretty good player, and uh, that's why your name, maybe. Sorry, Doug. No, no one knows me either. <laughs> that's fine with me. <laughs> but no, and I, and I know your name from the from here, really, right? How many times have you been up here, you guys? Oh, several. Yeah. yeah. Dozen, yeah. maybe. Maybe more than that. Maybe more yeah, than that. I recognize yeah. your face more yeah. than yeah. Wes's face. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. And then, oh, yeah, that's him. And then what's Vaughn? Yeah, you guys were at Aslock a couple of years ago, two, three years yeah. ago, because we were going to hook up then, right. but I was like right in the middle of tournaments. Yeah. You know, and I, we just never did. We, oh, had a hard, okay. we actually had That's a harder time snagging interviews at Aslock. Right. Uh, well, if you're there, in, there's if always you're in so the tournaments and the minimis, because there's right. always these mini tournaments and the Grofas. And, right. You know, if, you're, if you get knocked out, then, you know, you've got, you got time. But usually I was just bound all, you know, 20, you know, all night long. Right. Playing ASL. And then, right. You know, by the end of the week you're just completely knocked out right <laughs> yeah you play an asl to two or three o'clock in the morning so right or you're hungover or hungover uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yeah yeah a little bit too much bourbon yeah you know? and and that could be that's recent. never happened before <laughs> yeah but then how many times uh, when you go to aslock do you go for the whole week no i rob usually on tuesday okay yeah it's hard to make the whole week yeah, yeah. I, I can't even I don't know. I have a hard time imagining it. I fantasize about it, but yeah. I can't imagine physically going for a whole week and playing yeah. ASL for a yeah. whole week. About five days is about max. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a, that would be a grind to be yeah. there the yeah. whole week. I don't know how the Europeans do it. Yeah. They, they have more uh, stamina than I do, yeah. evidently. So. Yeah. yeah, because the Europeans will play a little slower usually, and they'll stay up later at night. I mean, you can go down there at 3 o'clock in the morning, and some of those guys are still banging it out. Right. So it's like, wow. You know, they, just, they just keep churning. So. I think uh, Rich Spilkey called me one time coming back from Aslock, and he and uh, he said, I'm driving back from Aslock, and I said, so how are you doing? He said, I do not want to play ASL <laughs> for a yet. while, for a while. <laughs> you got to have a little break I, when you get back. I, I, yeah. think, I think he went a week or so. Yeah. Well, Which when you get, about? when you go to Aslock, they usually, you know, used to, used to always have, like, scenario packs out, like the Friendly Fire guys. Yeah. And, you know, you may get a journal and you'll short punk. Short punk was out, yeah. and you get all this new ASL stuff, and you look at it and you want to play it. But when you get back, you got to have a little break. So. Yeah. But it's always, you know, you you can look at the scenarios and pick out some you want to play. Yeah. And speaking of short punk, where's short punk? Anybody know? I mean, are they still putting out stuff? I yes. Mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. They are. They okay. were a little slow this year. I think it was because of the hurricane. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we looked them up online, didn't we? Yeah, they're still you around. You can order yep. it from a. Uh, do they have their own uh, sign? Gamers Armory, I think. Yeah, Gamers Armory. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gamer okay. Armory. Yeah, okay. but they were they were yeah, usually at Aslock, but we had the hurricane. And I think Tampa was had some major issues, and the you know they had printing issues. Yeah. With the hurricanes, so yeah, they couldn't make it. But uh, Schwerpunk's usually there every year at Aslock, and they now they put the rally point out too, so they usually have two packs. Right. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now, how about you guys? Do you produce anything or do you do a game you know a scenario design? testing or anything no, no, or design no. or anything no. we, we helped out play testing a little on the st louis pack yeah jim burris put out yeah, we okay, that. okay. okay. Yeah, so we were involved they in, saw him in there too. Yeah. Yeah. and we, we do a little play testing for different places you know yeah but not, not regularly we're not 
hardcore. No. We just play. No design. <laughs> Find, it's hard enough to find time to play. But me. we might in the future. We're talking with Jim now yeah. about doing a scenario pack where we each design a scenario or two right. or three, but we haven't fully committed to that yet. Yeah. It's yeah. Just and if we the, do, we have to have we have to do a lot more play testing. Yeah. And yeah. Jim was going to do a follow up. Yes, is and he's he still doing it. He's playing. Yeah, that's still on his plate. I'm still on his plate. I want I want to paint the cover. Well, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, I want to paint the cover. I want to model. For yeah. the cover. Well, you remember we had a deal to get into the uh, Ken, Ken, Ken Smith, Smith. You know, he paints the covers for right. Huckapolly and all. We interviewed him. He said we could come down and model for. Yeah. Him. Mm. He said just you got to come down here and I'll put you in the next like you know World so, War II painting yeah. and maybe MMP will pick it up. So have you ever talked to Jim? Have you ever interviewed him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah a couple yeah. times. Yeah. And he helped me play a scenario with uh, someone. I guess it was Aslock. Not maybe. Well, you know, it's all mm-hmm. blur. But yeah, he was pointing out rules to me, and I again did not know. Right. He's like, "No, Dave, you're you're not doing it right." I'm like, "Jim, why don't you go somewhere else?" <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, I'm like, "What do you mean? What do you mean? This is the rule." He's like, "No, if this boom, boom, boom," and he impressed me because I think he learned. Oh, he's been playing for a while, I yes. suppose. Oh, yeah. But, okay. I didn't know he was that knowledgeable. Yes. <clears throat> I think his game's gotten better, though, hasn't it? Or has he started placing in tournaments or something? Or Burris has always been a good player. Okay, yeah, then I just did not know. Yes. Yeah. Burris has always Maybe been I got the impression he was a rookie or something. Oh, no. No, he's, he's been playing and, yeah. and winning yeah. tournaments. So. Yeah. yeah, so I want to yeah, paint he, the cover. He comes down to the lake house and we yeah. play a lot on the side, too. And... Uh, we're, we're used to the Burris threes. You know, everybody talks about the Burris threes. Yeah, and, and that's part of the little game. orange dice. He's little orange dice. It's like Burris my yellow, threes. my yellow one. Yeah, your yeah. yellow one. Yeah. Everybody's got their favorite. Yeah. yeah. Jim, it's it's orange. And it's the Burris threes. You can't have it. <laughs> yeah. I've tried to buy it, steal it, but mm-hmm. uh, no, no luck. Yeah. yeah. He's a great guy. We're we're fans of Jim. So yeah, he's been on I think twice already. Yeah. Well, yeah. because of the packet, right? Mm-hmm. Normal interview with Aslock, the Burma pack, and yeah. then mm-hmm. the Burma pack was like a whole show, mm-hmm. and then we right. played. So, so we still have talk about playing in order. I looked this morning when I was pulling this. Up. Yeah, we have four to go to finish the whole pack. Oh, we got to do oh, it, yeah. Dave. They're the I will some not of the bigger rest. ones. I will not rest. Okay, I like. I used to like to play in order. Mm-hmm. I have to play. I like. I wouldn't start a new thing till I finished the old. So we were doing all those. I'm like that with shampoo, but you know, with, uh, <laughs> when the new one comes in, I finish the old one first. How yeah. about salad dressings? How many salad dressings do you allow in your fridge? <laughs> See, I eat the old salad dressing before the new one. Before I open the new one. Yeah. Do you have a thing in your household? Oh Tommy's? yeah, there's a whole drawer in, in the open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six or eight at least. Same. Right? Wow. I limit it to four. My wife knows. Mm-hmm. Can't open the fifth one until someone finishes off the Italian light. <laughs> My buddy in Berryville uh, used to play all the time, and he was persistent. We start on the first one and play all the way through it. Yeah. All of them. No matter what we was going to play, that's how he did it. Yeah. You couldn't talk him out of it. No, the next one in line is number four. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we're going to play. All I, right, I Sean. would switch the all order right. based yeah. on if it was a weeknight, I'd play the short uh, one. Uh-huh. And yeah. then we'd save the long one for a weekend. Yeah, he wouldn't He wouldn't negotiate. It was <laughs> Right in that, order. Yeah, right in order. Yeah. Okay. But what about you guys? Do you like to go back and replay a scenario that you that's a classic or one that you enjoyed and switch sides and you know, play? Or play Mostly played the newer stuff. Yeah, not really. Yeah. I'm kind of burned out on the old ones because uh, I've okay. played, you know, Acts of Defiance, how many, six or eight, ten times, yeah. and Urban Gorillas that many yeah. times. And Once so, in a while, I'll recall a scenario, and I'll want to play that, you know, but 
very seldom. We're usually looking for the new stuff and exactly, you know, yeah, keep it fresh. Yeah, when it when in doubt, play something new. Yeah, the sub the subject <laughs> came up early on in in our uh, interviews today. Uh, somebody who had talked about really liking the classic scenarios and wishing that the classic scenarios made a bigger appearance in tournaments and even wishing there was like a classic mini tournament um, because of the replayability factor. So I've been asking everybody just their opinion on that. There's a wide variety. Some people like the new stuff. They like Now, most tournaments, they, you know, a lot of the tournaments, they would have it where they would have a classic in each round. Yeah. You know. He mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, because even like Doug in the St. Louis tournament, I mean, it, yeah, we pick some yeah, classics yeah, every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, throw in he, there. Doug does the, the scenario list for the St. Louis tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the one who puts that together. And it's one of the best lists out there. Guaranteed. Check it out. But he'll, you know, usually you won't have very many, but there'll be two or three classics yep. mixed in there. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got distracted by Brian Martuzis. The best list was the one from Burris? <laughs> uh, no, from, well, well no, he, Doug, does Doug the, he does the you. scenario list for the yeah. St. Louis tournament. Jim doesn't do it. Jim organizes Doug, and yeah. runs yes. it. Yes, you come yes. up with it. But list. I create the He's, list. Yes. Oh, Jim gets the, the glory. Doug oh, okay. does the work. Yeah. Yeah. Burris always gets all the credit. Because <laughs> I yeah. used to run a one day, like on ASLAC weekend, if I couldn't go down, which mm-hmm. was most of those. I would run, a, oh, I did this three times, but I run a one day at my house. And then, of course, I'm too stupid to come up with my own list, so... I'm looking for a nice list, so I'm stealing no. it from somewhere else and going, hey, let's just play these. So now I'll know. I'll always use the St. Louis There list. you go. Look at yeah. that St. Louis list. Yeah. That or Albany. From this and... Can't go wrong with the Albany list either. So. Okay, Albany mm-hmm. tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out yeah. there too. Yeah, Treza and Pleva did a great Treza. job. Treza, yeah. yeah, we interviewed uh, him. Pleva we've never interviewed. Yeah. His name no. is on this Yes, it is. A couple yeah. of times there. Yeah. His name's on every trophy. Yeah. Pleva's kind of like the ASL god. Well, we got to get him on. Yeah, and McGrath, he used to he used hang to around be, a lot yeah. with. Uh, he was like one of the early players. Yeah, yeah. Mike McGrath, and he he was good friends with um, the guy that took over the an- journal annual for a while. Just for a little short mm-hmm. while, uh, he's a winner too all the time at these tournaments. Long name. Oh, recall. <sighs> Gary Fortenberry. Thank you, Gary. Yeah. yeah. Right, McGrath and Fortenberry. Mm-hmm. They yes, like were yeah. roommates, I think, at one time. Yeah. I think. But they're all from the east. And more. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch yourself. You know, yeah, yeah, I will. Anyone chiming in? Look, we got people on Facebook talking to you, Jeff. Oh, do we? Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Um, one more thing, what too. About, oh, I want to. Well, wait. Before we get off the. the do you guys know um, Randy Rossi? Yes, yes, we do. We know Randy Rossi. I room with Randy Rossi at Aslock every year. Okay. Yes. Can you. Tell Can you put in a good really word for us? Sorry. Yes, I will. It took us yep. three years to contact him about Night Rule interview. You need to have Randy Rossi on the show. Well, he, he is one of the best we, ASL players. We've asked him to be on. He can... <laughs> He can just talk as long as you want to stay here and yeah. talk. And the, talk. The problem was it took we took three years to contact him again after we did originally. Well, shame on you. Yes, yeah. shame on us. We admit it, Randy. We were admitting it on the yeah. air, and he was kind of like, by the time we contacted him, so I said, oh, we're sorry. And then he's like, nah, maybe later. Yeah. So we're waiting yeah. for him to forgive us. So if you could Randy's tell him, in the night tournament every year at Aslock. Yes. He has the most night. We wins. need him. Yep. We need yeah. him for the night rules. And I try to be in the night tournament. Every other year, usually, and I get a kick out of night. I like the night, but it's not for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I like it actually too. Well, rumor has it you can you, you can uh, bribe him with a good bottle of scotch. There you oh, go. Oh, okay. I'd be willing to well, actually mail it to. Well, you you make sure it's good. Oh, it's gonna be expensive. <laughs> 
Jeff's the expensive <laughs> scotch. I'm the cheap one. Hey, this one's only twenty, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. This one's. Why is this one only twenty bucks? Let's get this right. one. Well, we could. Maybe we could buy an empty bottle and just pour some scotch. <laughs> See some, you, you know, average Tell scotch. Nice open it. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. Well, it's good mm. to know he can be bought. But Korea, that was the conversation yeah. we wanted. Uh, yeah, we wanted to ask about Korea. Um, have not played anything out of Korea yet. But you own it? <coughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Counters punched, ready to go. Read the rules. Just haven't uh, had a here. chance yet. Same for Wes. Same here. Uh, you know, we've, we've been to a couple tournaments in the last month and really haven't had a chance to play any Korea. So but when I get home, I told Doug, that's what I'm going to delve into. I'm going to be setting up Korea. And what I like about it is the night. I'm, you know, there's several night scenarios in the Korea module. Uh, can't wait to play them. Oh, much different because of searchlights and well, that yeah, sort of thing, right? That, right, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We saw that. We did review it on the, on the show. Yes. Yeah. We interviewed um, the main man, mm-hmm. who's, again, recall issues. It wasn't Ken Katz. No. Well, it was Katz. Katz, yeah. Korean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was it Ken Katz? Yeah, Cool yeah. Kid okay. Katz in okay. Korea. Okay. Right. Yep. <laughs> Alliteration. And um, I'm, 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 I, I think I would love it. Yeah, because I, I want to learn more about that war. Right, and I know that would spur me to yep. learn more, read books on right. it. I just and read a book about that. Yeah, yeah, the See? Forgotten War, the Korean okay. War. Okay, yeah. uh, good, good, good book. It was a good book. It was a good book. I think Ken recommended. And, and you know, another guy, Paul Works, worked on that module back years yes, ago. Paul we even had well. a we had a Korean theme at the Kansas City tournament years yeah. ago, and um, Paul Works did a lot of work on that. And his, I think his name's on a couple of the scenarios. But he did a great job, you know, helping yeah. develop that Korean thing. So okay, it's good. Well, if you want to play some Korean War scenarios, you can come to St. Louis. There will be some on yes. the list. I oh, can okay. guarantee it. Right. Since I make the list in, a, in June, end of July, end of July, last weekend of yep. July. So okay. the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth, something like that. Yes, I know I won't be in Ireland then. I'll be back from Ireland mm-hmm. early in the summer. I'm pretty sure I won't be in Ireland either. But <laughs> no, you won't. It's only my family, Jeff. I'm sorry. Just, I told I'm just, you. <laughs> you know, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure. Well, here, no, here's how it's going to go. If Adam says he can't go because of work, you're taking the fifth ticket. Oh, really? Yeah. We got five right plane here. tickets. There we go. My wife got them for like 50 bucks. You might bucks, be taking you know, a trip. I might be going to wow, stuff. Nice. Yeah, well, I better brush up on my Irish. You're Gaelic. You're Gaelic, yeah. Jeffrey. <laughs> Stock up on my Irish spring. <laughs> um, but St. Louis. Yeah. Are we going? Now you heard them. It won't happen. I'll go by myself. No, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Let's go. Homestrong. You guys need to come. There's a lot I've of good. Been, we do. Yeah, I, I've talked to determined another to interview with Burris to get him yep. push him on that payment number two. Yeah, right. And he and my cousin's down there, Kurt Kleinschmidt. I can meet mm-hmm. him yeah, for an lunch. Excuse. Yeah. And Burris always puts on a great barbecue in St. Louis. We got great things about his. Barbecue. Oh yeah, I mean you know we I thought that was the Texas one. Well, no, they, they have do a barbecue too. too, but we have a good St. Louis oh, barbecue yeah. that is. I've excellent. heard great things about that. All you can eat, just come in there Saturday night. <laughs> make sure you don't eat very much during the day, and just you have the food laid out everywhere. So. Yeah. yeah, and Bob Holmstrom had been with the yes. St. Louis guys yeah. for a while. Has he gone down last year? Bob, no, Bob is living here in Chicago. Yes, he is. Yeah. But but he is kind of fallen out of the ASL picture. Yes, that's and right. I'm trying to get him back in. Matter of fact, yeah. I text Bob on the way up. He here. said he was going to be here today, wasn't he? Yeah, he said he'd be here on Saturday to holler at everybody. But we need to get a hold of him because he needs to get back in the game. Because right Bob's a great player, great he person. Oh yeah, yes he is. Um, I've always had great games playing Bob. Guess who has a winning advantage on him? Do you? Uh, Congratulations. I know. I don't know how it happened because he knows everything. He's Now, one thing, he's nice enough to help me. Yeah. So, like, when he's overrunning me, I'm like, now, Bob, I don't do that a lot. 
yeah. and he tells me options. Right, what you um, can do. Yeah, he doesn't tell me what's the best option, mm-hmm. but, but it's he, a nice guy. He could just go, well, Dave, if you don't know what to do, just your fault. Right. 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 But, um, and then I've had some hot roll streaks on him, too, that have helped mm-hmm. tilt it. Mm-hmm. And I tell him, I'm not that good a player, you know. And he's, and he's you're like, fine. Yeah, right. Well, but it's like smoke, I'll forget to do it first thing in the turn, and he's trying to train me for tournaments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, no, Bob was over a lot. He was coming over to the Passel, mm-hmm. what probably four years, three years, like yeah. every meeting, yeah. practically. Mm. And then right, he started playing this um, really huge. Peg- not Pegasus Bridge, uh, Ramagan kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that's right. a MMP different game. game. Yeah. MMP game. Yes. And right. he showed it to Grand Tactical. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, he even bought the game under his recommendation. Oh, but you haven't. I haven't played it. It's valuable. Yes. I well, understand. The first yeah. one, it's two, it comes in two separate. I would right. like to play yeah. it, but you got to find time between ASL yeah. and that. Yeah, so. he was playing Doug Grease. Yeah, who's also been on our show, and Bob's co-hosted with us about three or four times. If you go back and listen, you'll find him. He's very funny. Every war gamer, though. We have piles of games we've never played and want to play. I mean, that's part of life. Yeah, Yeah, my wife says that about my miniatures, Mm because I'm big bigger into that than actually board games. And I can honestly tell her, within a four-year span, we have played every miniature set I have. The Viking set, the Roman Colosseum. So you're putting them to good use. All every four there years or so okay. we will I will rotate all those games through. Right. And uh, the board games, yeah, I have Blackbeard from Avalon Hill played it once. Um, mm-hmm. and still want to, but mm-hmm. again time. Right. ASL will take all your time if you it, is. it will. It's a lifestyle choice. It's, yeah. It's worth it. It really is. <laughs> But when I retire in a year, I'll have more time. I'm going to retire. Dave doesn't believe me. <laughs> no. And I've got everything figured. I, I've got actually, I've got everything all set for retirement. I just need five million dollars. <laughs> but all I got all the I got all the details worked out. It's right, just that one little thing. At least you have a plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's important. Too bad you didn't own that farm in Bertrand, Missouri. Yeah, like my too mom bad. did. Well, maybe I've got a long lost relative. Yeah, sold for a lot of money. My parents went from broke pastor and part time preschool teacher to very wealthy. Wealthy, like overnight when they sold the farm. And then dad died right after he sold it. Yeah, I think he knew he was setting it up for mom, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. this has got to be her trust money. Right. And right. But dad just suddenly thought, yeah. I'm just selling it. And we were like, well, no, done. That money's got to be here for your mother, right. and then you guys will get the money if it's still there. Right. So that's why, Jeff, you're you know you're short that money. Yeah, you didn't own a farm or yeah. a property in Chicago. <laughs> Did well, anywhere? I well, it's hard to own a farm in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you still have that land, <laughs> yeah, that's really valuable. Really valuable. Yeah. Well, the family, my family had a lot of land in Montana, because my. On my well, both sides of my family are ranchers in Montana, so a lot of land. But somehow, my side, the kids all got cut out of the will. So when that land turned into money, and I wasn't in, in that naughty ancestors. Yeah, that's why it goes. I'm in the same boat though. My my father has land, farming land that that Uh, I don't, you know, live on or or take on. You know, Uh, I like to hunt, so I'll probably keep it. But managing that, 
renting it out, all that will become quite the task at some point. Yeah. 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 But what yeah. kind of work do they, you do hey, now? If they do that, they don't. Uh, <laughs> I manage a, a business. I work for a company called Hubble Power Systems, make oh, products okay. for electric utility industry, mm-hmm. switchgear, insulators, things like that. So okay. manage a couple products. Buy all your stuff from them. There, there, there you go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and we are getting busy here. Yeah, lots of And Wes, what do you do for a non-ASL conversation living for a living? Thing? Yeah. yeah. I own a couple businesses back in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, I have a Vaughn Recycling business where we buy metals. Oh, excellent. Um, steel, copper, aluminum, just all metals, you know, by, by the ton or whatever, you know, by the pound, ton, whatever you have. And then I have a battery business, um, batteries, a battery retail business that sells all kinds of batteries, whatever kind of battery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, commercial, boat, truck, lawnmower, car, whatever. So, okay. So, been in business my whole life. I went to the University of Arkansas, and uh, just my dad had the battery business, and I decided to kind of take it over, and then I we started the metal business, and that's kind of what I've pushed to expand the most, you know, because there's, there's a lot more growth in that. Yeah, we are big recyclers in my family. We actually keep our aluminum cans, and yeah, don't, we yeah, don't throw yeah, them we buy, we buy aluminum cans. We have so the option to put them in the bin outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me and Dave Timonen. We save our own, yeah, crush right, them at home, and we right. k- take them to the local guy. Yeah, sure. That's, yeah. <laughs> we get right. our 16 bucks. Like, right. And my wife's like, it's more than gas to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, honey, let it's, me teach yeah, the kids. Not, yeah, that's really not for. about the money. That's yeah. just kind of the Well, well the better use yeah. for yeah. kids is out in the backyard to shoot at, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> that's what we do in Missouri and Arkansas. Yeah. So. <laughs> and Wes, you have no farming in your backyard? Uh, no farming. No, no farming. No, I, I own I own like fifty acres of land, but I don't I don't run any cattle or anything on it or you know it's just our land. Yeah. I don't have time for any of that because we're no, so you, busy. You would not, yeah. 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 It's uh yeah, I don't have time for any of that. Well guys, we appreciate you being on our show. Well, we'll wrap that up. Thanks for having us. They're about yeah. to have the lottery. So oh, bought some prizes. lottery tickets. Yes. So. Big big prizes I'm glad you guys hollered at us, so yep. yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you listen to the show, but you should start. <laughs> you should start. At least the, the, now, be looking often, for the next. How often do you have the show? Twice, a, twice month. a month. Twice a month. Right. Okay. This is, this is episode, I need to put that on my calendar. Yes. What, what days do you usually run the it's show? It's erratic. So if you just subscribe to iTunes okay. or on your phone or something. So twice a month yeah. and we get right. to listen to the show. Yeah. Awesome. And I guess and, you're going to try to be at St. Louis. What about Aslock this year? No. Wait, no. I don't well, think so. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Can't commit to yeah. that. Yeah, it's awesome when you guys show up for the tournaments. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. So. But, yeah, and if you um, if you download our podcast onto your phone or something, you mm-hmm. can play it at, like, one and a half or double speed. That's not <laughs> so boring. I listen to a lot of things on one and a half. That's as fast as I you can go. <laughs> Until you hear your own interview, you'll want to play that at uh, regular speed. Did you pull it out, Bendis? Bendis, yeah. did you, you win or what? I figured you that's his, a he's a machine. His he is a machine. He's a machine. That's his nickname. He that's his, uh, <laughs> and here's the small. How long have I been calling you the machine? About five years. Um, more than that. Ten years. Ten years. Here's the small world story. So I'm a, I'm another admirer. Of, I'm an admirer of, of course, all the big names, Banizik and all these people, and you know, Fish. And then I, I this guy. When I go to the here, I'm like, oh, this guy is a really super cool ASL guy. So I'm with my sister at a festival in Westmont, Illinois, where I used to live, Mm -hmm. and walking by me is 
Bendis. And with, no wait, was Tammy long, I don't know how it exactly went. Tammy brought you over. Yeah, then Tammy saw you. This girl I'm with, my, my sister's a good friend, goes, oh, look, it's Bob. And I'm like, wait, you don't know Bob. I know Bob. Bob's yeah. an ASLer. And she wow. looks at me like, what? No, Bob lived with me in the, in the house for a while. Wow. <laughs> and, and so he lived with my sister's great friend from school. And there was a chance, and this is the part I love, because I remember I talked about, I want to come get a game in down down there in Downers or wherever you were. And um, we always talked about it. So what would have happened was I would have showed up one day with my stuff, rang the bell, and Tammy, my sister's great friend from high school, would have answered it and went, Dave, what are you doing here? Is something wrong with Julie? No, I'm here to meet some guy named Bob Bendis. <laughs> no idea. Small world. No idea. Yeah, that's small. It was hilarious. It is a small world. Yeah. She's like, what, you know him? You play that game he plays? Because all these guys show up. She's telling me. They all show up and they play in the basement with Bob. Tammy knows everybody. Tammy knows everybody. Well, enjoyed it, guys. Yes, thanks. Yeah, thanks, guys. Hey, say, uh, Mats Olsen is, is online. Who oh. we saw. Oh, Mats. Yeah. Hello. Hello. From Sweden. We're, we're, was, Mats, were you the one we wanted to talk about how long it takes to play a scenario and you had a thing we were going to interview you? But that you were ready to do that, schedule that sometime. I think it may have been Matthias. Yeah, it may have been Matthias. Yes. Good to see you. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. We're going to pause this and we'll be back a little later. Excellent, excellent. Well, I guess that'll wrap up this show. Yeah. Number 20 something, 206, I think this was. Yes. Starting yeah, to run, yeah, yeah. run low on those interviews from the open, but wow. Yeah, those were great. Well, we've got lots of interviews coming up and uh, other great stuff as usual. So don't go away. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. And remember to... Roll low. And rally well. But, but not, not when, when you're, you're playing us. Yeah, really no, don't. No, you don't want to nice. be doing it, right? No, no. Right? Nice. Yeah, not nice. Yeah, don't do it. Good. That ought to keep them and that ought to keep them happy for a while. I know they're so demanding. Ah, those oh. players. It's always bring me, take me, buy me, 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 me. I need more, 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 more. Actually, I don't think anyone's listening, Jeff. That's probably true. <laughs>